Sign up to Rough Trade Club, the ultimate subscription for vinyl enthusiasts. Get money off online and in store and access to sold out events and discounts at Rough Trade East, Rough Trade West, Bristol, Liverpool and all over the UK. Join Rough Trade Club plus new music to receive an exclusive variant of their album of the month every month. Head to roughtrade.com slash club and when you use the voucher code club101pod, you'll get a third off your first three months. That's at roughtrade.com slash club and you can get a third off your first three months by using the voucher code club101pod. Do you play in bands? I did for the longest time. And I wish that I knew that DistroKid was a thing. I don't even think it existed back then. DistroKid makes music distribution fun and easy with unlimited uploads and artists keep 100% of your royalties and earnings. A million plus artists rely on DistroKid to get their music on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram, and all the major streaming services. When you get DistroKid, you can see a DistroKid bank and withdraw your earnings. You get notified when you've earned royalties and you can withdraw via the app. And you can even check your streaming stats on Spotify. Spotify and Apple. Get 30% off your first year on DistroKid by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. 30% off for your first year. That's not bad. We know it's a tough world out there. Why don't you make it easier for yourself? And to get 30% off that free year as an artist where you get 100% of your royalties and earnings, go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. All right, stay with me. I'll be right back after this. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts. I'm at work and I call my bluff and I just want to get out. I'm tight, I'm a right, I just might prepare for the drought. Let me go on. Every day I'm out on the slot. Let me go on. 101 months of jobs. All right, 101 part time jobs, 2000 Trees 2023 preview. If you listen to 101 part-time jobs, you know that 2000 Trees supports the show. I spend a bit of the start of every episode talking about who's playing. And it's been a really cool way to work together with another independent group of people having our ideas, trying to make something cool out of it, trying to have a good time and share it. So this episode is a chat with James Scarlett, 
one of the main bookers of 2000 Trees, all about this year's lineup. Who he's most excited to see, the new festivals, what's going on there in the daytimes. Yep, this is an introduction to 2000 Trees this year here on 101 Part-Time Jobs. If you want to go, but you haven't got your ticket yet, you can get your tickets at 2000trees.co.uk and with the voucher code 101, you get 20 quid off. I'll be one of the podcasts happening in the morning. You can join me there for a morning brew. All right, here's James Scarlett. All right, well, James Scarlett, head honcho at 2000 Trees. A pleasure to have you on 101 Part-Time Jobs. Pleasure to be here again. Thanks for having me. I mean, since we last spoke, we've kind of become a bit more attached. You know, every in all of my intros, everyone who listens to this show knows that 2000 Trees supports the podcast. And I've always got a ton of brilliant bands and artists just to reel off at the start of these episodes. I mean, getting up to this July, it's ramping up now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's all going to happen. Um, it's uh, it's kind of exciting and terrifying in equal measures for me at the moment. Do you still feel like you did, you know, a decade ago of someone with a bright idea putting it into action? Uh, no, I don't think I feel anything like I did a decade ago. I think it's it's definitely calmer. I think there's there's a good. It's like it's calmer than it used to be because we really know what we're doing now. So I don't feel like I'm flying by the seat of my pants anymore, which is quite it's quite nice. Um, we've also got a bunch of people that work for us now, so it's not quite so crazy and hectic. Having said that, um, as the festival gets bigger, it does kind of pile on more pressure to to repeat previous years. Right, like headliners is is a scary pressure every year of like. Who are you going to get? Yes, we know everyone wants Deftones and Biffy Clyro, but who who are we actually going to going to get? Um, so yeah, it feels totally different to, to what it did ten years ago. I mean, going the last few years, the first time I went was probably two thousand and fourteen, and it was it was so good. You know, rolling into my band was playing Great Cynics, and rolling into the festival, it was unreal. You know, because it's in such a brilliant location, sort of twenty minutes drive away from Cheltenham, but it really feels like you're in a real special place. You know, it's it's very tribal, isn't it? And, you know, I, I, th- I think of tribal, you know, being a really positive sense in that independent music thing. You know, when you go to a gig or a festival and you know your tribe's there, 2000 yeah, yeah. Trees has that vibe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a magical place. Like, I go there a lot when there's no festival on. Really? We're, we're friends with the farmers there now. Um, and so we're there, we're there fairly regularly throughout the year. And... It's got this magical vibe, even when there's no 2,000 trees there. It is just a stunning, beautiful, peaceful, lovely pace, place, which we bring heavy, horrible music to <laughs> once once a year. But it kind of, even even when there's like a hardcore band playing in the cave, it still retains the, the like, the, the vibe, I think. Um, and the, like, it doesn't ruin the beauty of it all. Yeah, brilliant. And we, we're going to talk about the cave later on, because, I mean, that's a huge impact at the moment hardcore is having such a great time at the moment also want to talk about the forest stage before we get into that I I just like you know you mentioned earlier that the team's grown I think something that's becoming a lot more transparent you know at least from my perspective is becoming more transparent is that where you know when you have a team around you whether you're an artist or whether you're a festival that 
you can build something big and broad and remain independent and remain true to that vision that you did have a decade ago. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we are we're as independent now as we were. Um, I mean, it was 2007 when the first trees was, so it's like 15 wow. years ago. Um, so we're as independent now as we were then, and yeah, it's. But that doesn't mean we've we've got so many people working for us. There's people doing press and social media and ads and finance and um, ticketing and sales and marketing and and like all sorts of stuff. There, people always ask me, uh, "What do you do for the rest of the year?" And it's like I run a festival. It's like it, it takes a whole year to do. Right. Um, so yeah. Um, it's a it's a full on job, but yeah, we're independent. We're as independent as it comes, really. That's such a powerful thing. It's such a powerful thing because I think there's a lot of um, it inspires other people. I suppose is what I'm getting at. It inspires other people to to have ideas, to follow through with them. You know, it's a very powerful, you know, empowering idea, empowering thing to happen. Yeah, I always have to be a bit careful because I kind of it's tempting to say, do what you want. Like if you believe in the idea, you can do it. And probably like Metallica think that they think we just believed in ourselves and we became Metallica. And but the reality is we were probably very lucky and we have worked hard, but lots of things just worked out for us. And it was we didn't really design that we'd end up here as a successful festival. We just sort of fell into it, bumbled along for a few years, and then slowly worked out how to do it. And now we're supposedly like experts in in running music festivals and people like you talk to me about it like it's a it's a bit of a weird thing because we just there was no design so I'm I don't know yes folly follow your dreams but it was it was a bit like a bit random how we've got here the thing about music professionals is nearly everyone blagged their way in so once you realize that that all the heads of record labels and um, booking agents and managers and bands no one really got taught how to do it we just sort of like worked it out as we went along there's so much to talk about this year so let's just dive head straight first into one of them which is is Presta Miko's last ever show which is I mean they've played every trees since 2016 and they're one of those bands who have grown with the festival you know finding their sound finding their identity I saw their post about playing this year you know that will be their last show and it is you know, it's, it's pretty heartwarming stuff, really, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, it was a weird phone call that I had from their booking agent because it was, like, really sad to hear they were calling it a day, but then quite exciting for me as 2000 Trees organiser that their last ever show is going to be at Trees. I think it'll be a really, really special moment. Um, and they've been all over the place. They've played on all sorts of stages at Trees. Um, and as you said, pretty much, I think pretty much every year since... 2016 and uh yeah they're they're like they're one of those bands that when you think of 2000 trees just like jamie lenman and frank turner and uh arcane roots and the excerpts and i don't know black peaks you think of 2000 trees you think of those jim lock in the solemn sun you think of those bands um and Prestamico is one of them and that for me they go down and they get their little chat they get a chapter in the 2000 trees book if it's ever written and yeah, they're, they're a special band. And the cool thing is they're, they're going to be there with their new band. Two of them are in a band called Unpeople. Um, and they're playing, I don't know, I don't think it'll be their first ever show, but one of their first ever shows will be at Trees this year. Ace, start where it ends. Yeah. 
I mean, that's so, you know, when you mentioned Jim Lockie and Frank Turner and Black Peaks, it's brilliant for fans, isn't it? Because you get into one, you start hearing someone like yourself tell stories about them and you start drawing the kind of, not necessarily, you know, it's kind of like a family tree really of sounds. And you can, you know, in the same way that when you're a bit, when I was a bit younger, I'd on the, on CD, you know, inserts, you'd read the thanks. It's a similar vibe to that. You see who else have played 2000 Trees and you can start drawing, you know, your music taste. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my, my like favorite thing to do is, is, is find a new band, give them a slot at 2000 Trees and then people see them for the first time and love them. And hopefully those bands go on. If you look at bands like Dinosaur Pilot and Creeper and Nothing But Thieves and Slaves, they, they've all like played 2000 Trees in tiny little slots. In fact, they're probably the ultimate one to talk about is Idols, who, who um, <laughs> I don't I hope they won't mind me saying, I paid 100 quid to in 2015. And then they came back and headlined the festival last year for an, a lot of money. Brilliant, <laughs> and, they get you back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's I love those sort of stories. It's like you, we introduce people to the bands early. I'm not taking credit for their success at all, but it, they became part of the 2003 story and they've, they've grown. And speaking about new bands, I mean, hey, this is a new band, Empire State Bastard, with some people that we've known for a long, long time. Heavy yeah. music supergroup featuring members of Biffy, Slayer, and Oceansides. I mean, how does that feel having you know that clientele, those those names come to trees? Yeah, it's really exciting. I mean, I I, I really Oceansides are one of my favorite bands ever. Biffy Clyro, I've been a massive fan of since the beginning. Slayer is that you don't need to, you don't need to introduce Slayer. Um, I think it's going to be one of the most mad shows that 2000 Trees has ever seen. There's a new song out um, already. And so people can go and listen to that. And I think it's awesome. It's pretty like batshit music. Pretty crazy. You know, the heaviness is is very real at Trees this year. You got the cave and there's so much great hardcore heavy stuff. What's the thinking behind the cave and you know, is it really like a reflection of what you're seeing in hardcore at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the cave is the cave has always been the heavy stage at 2000 Trees. When we first introduced the cave way back when, it was like we thought we need we need a heavy stage. So um, the cave is where we put our really heavy bands. But some years at 2000 Trees, the lineup will be heavier than others, and that is a reflection on what is going on in the world. When people say to me, "What is what is the music at 2000 Trees?" It's, it's a reflection of what people are listening to um, in the rock world. So what are, who are Kareng writing about? Who's Dan Carter playing on the radio one rock show, et cetera, et cetera. And like hardcore is so hot at the moment. Like it started with Turnstile and Code Orange and Not Loose and those sort of bands. And now there's like another wave coming now with, um, you know, Zulu. I mean, their album came out a couple of weeks ago. It's, it's brilliant. They're bonkers. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be amazing, Zulu. I, I really love Military Gun. Um, I think I want to shout out Going Off because they're from the UK. Most of these bands tend to be American. Um, going Off, I think they're from Manchester. Um, it's proper, proper hardcore, that is. Um, and we've still got, so although this is all new stuff, we've still got some of the old guard, which is like, you know, the Bronx are coming, playing their 20th Quality. anniversary. They're one of the best live bands yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, Matt, the singer, just, 
goes for it, doesn't he? Yeah. I always think they're like the ACDC of uh, of hardcore. They're like so reliable and they're so good live and it's so much fun. You're like, even when it's heavy and aggressive, it's like you've got a big grin on your face. Um, and we've also got cancer bats, which is actually gives you a similar feeling. So, um, but yeah, we're stacked with hardcore this year. And Cancer Bats are doing their Bat Sabbath set, which yes. is Cancer Bats playing Black Sabbath songs, which, I mean, that is that is talking about heavy and fun. Yeah. Well, the cool thing is that's in the forest. So you're going to be in the trees. It's nighttime and Cancer Bats are going to play. I mean, what they try and do is they try and get as close to the Black Sabbath sound as they can. So this isn't like a reinterpretations. This is not like... They're not going to go off on one. They are going to. They're going to sound like Black Sabbath, um, and it's going to be really cool. And actually, I've also. I don't think I'm allowed to tell you who, but there's a secret special guest playing guitar with them, so people should look out for that. Canterbats are a bit of an iconic hardcore punk band, especially for people in the UK, because I think when they, I remember Kerrang started writing about them with their first or second album, or you know, some of their first releases. And they were really going for it. And they would tour the UK a lot. I remember they played London shows all in a pentagram. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> in one one year. We've got a real soft spot for Cancer Bats, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. And they're, they're so like down to earth, even though they've been around forever. They're like, you're, they're not the sort of band you see. Most, most bands of their level, they'll be sat on the tour bus while their crew does all the work. And they'll just come and play the show. Whereas Cancer Bats, Cancer Bats are the crew. They're like they're setting up their stuff. They're they're selling their merch. They're they're like proper like DIY get stuck in and and they're and again just like the Bronx, they're mega reliable life. They're always great. That's the spirit of your festival, isn't it? There is a there is a big DIY element of it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think because rock music isn't the global sort of behemoth that it was in the nineties anymore, um, or even the early noughties. So. I think it is more, by its very nature, it's more DIY. And bands have to break over a, num- a very long period. I mean, look at Biffy Clyro. I mean, it's a long a long journey they went on. So, um, yeah, I think that makes it more DIY. Um, and bands don't forget those roots, I think, even if they get big. There's a lot of people going to trees who are in bands. You know, maybe those bands have existed for a couple of months. Maybe they've been together for a few years. There is a big sort of symbiotic relationship there, I think. You know, bands going to there as fans being like, it would be sick to play Trees one day. And I imagine them, a lot of them will. Absolutely. And when I get applications from people that are like, we've been to Trees seven times and we really want to really play, it always makes me listen more. It's just, uh, it's nice to have the fans on the stage. The Forest stage where Bat Sabbath are playing, that is a new stage. So that's in the middle of a forest. Could you like outline what the forest stage is going to be from a fan's perspective? You know, in the afternoon, there's some more mellow stuff. In the evening and nighttime, there's some heavy stuff. You know, what? what's the experience? What's the vibe that people are going to get to walking into the literal forest yeah, to the so, forest stage? So, so last year we built a... Uh, a new stage in the forest, which is like a, a big wooden structure. It's a really beautiful structure. Um, 
And the, the forest itself is like a little haven away from the rest of the festival. You can shelter from the sun or you can shelter from the wind or you can shelter from the rain. It's just like somewhere to go to get away from it. Um, and it's always been a really nice, chilled out place. And it has got a lot more eclectic now. Um, there's a lot more going on. So there's kind of like the daytime in the forest will still be acoustic stuff and chilled out stuff. Um and lots of people sat on the floor just relaxing, watching watching the bands. But it gets more lively. And there's there's this kind of like crazy new alternative music coming through. So last year we had Zand and uh, Gurley and Toki Horror and acts like that. It's really like, I, f- I find them quite genreless, a lot of those acts. Like you can't really s- s- explain. It's quite hard to explain what they're playing. Um, this year there's um, Lynx, Cody Frost, Loziak. Delilah Bond, Mimi Barks is a bunch. Like it's it's some some of it's hip hop, some of it's hyper pop, some of it is I don't actually know what it is, but it's all like kind of upbeat and different. The, the the important thing for me is it's totally different to what you'll find elsewhere. So if you want to watch hardcore, go to the cave. If you want to watch you know pop rock, go to the main stage. But if you want to do something different in the evening, there's a bunch of really cool stuff on the forest um real like hot up and coming acts so yeah i'm excited i'm really excited for that and there's another new thing we've got at trees this year which is there's this like i'm doing this in inverted commas um headline set the headline set is not actually the last band of the forest because it goes on till 2 a.m but there's a band on at about 9 p.m and it's before the headliner on the main stage so basically the gap when the main stage is empty and they're setting up the headliner there is a headline slot, and that's the slot that Sabbath are playing. Um, there's a band called Destat. I don't know if you know them, but they are a lot of fun. Um, really amazing band. They're going to play it. And the third headliner on the Saturday night in the forest, I can't tell you who it is because we're not announcing them yet, but it is a. am just going to give you a massive clue. It is a massive 2000 Trees favourite. Not Frank Turner, <laughs> but it's someone, some act that is a big 2000 Trees favourite and they're going to play in that headline slot in the woods. It's going to be awesome. Um, so I'm I'm not really excited about the forest this year. And the final thing I would say is on the Wednesday, which is like the first day of Trees, we're only letting, I think we let two or 3,000 people come to the festival early. They can pitch up early and we've got a mad lineup that that day in the forest. It's the only stage open. Well, Bob Villain holding absence. Yeah, Tiger Cub. Um, that's where Prestamico are playing. Um, Snakes. There's St. Agnes, I think. Um, it's Unreal a, lineup. Yeah. Unreal. So basically, what we, what I, I sat down with um, a guy who works for us called Mitch, and we basically um, we came up with like what's what is the best returning heroes sets we can think of for 2000 trees. So bands that played last year or previous years that people loved and would love to see again. Um, Bob Villain, I don't know if you know, broke the stage last year. They, they had a stage in <laughs> a stage invasion. Um, Good on them. Yeah, it was pretty lively. So, but they're headlining the forest on Wednesday night. It's going to be mad. Excellent. I mean, you're doing so much to make it, a special occasion you know you talk about having the the pre-headliner in the well the headliner in the forest stage before the main stage headliner i mean that's just kind of the ultimate 
pre-party, isn't it? And especially in a festival environment, being able to keep it fresh, that's a real rewarding thing, isn't it? Because if, if you're in, the, you know, look, you're over, you're in the same space for the same couple of fields for a few days, going somewhere that's a little bit different, that's really rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. And look, one of my most satisfying bits of my job is like curating that experience. So I can be like, okay, you're going to watch Bat Sabbath and then you're going to go to this stage and watch that. And I'm like, oh, this is what you could, this is how you could move around the site. And this, you're like, it's almost like you're, you're like some higher power. <laughs> you're the party planner. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so I mean, and people get really excitable at festivals about the Clash Finder and they, they have a right good moan about, oh, I really wanted to see this band and that band and that. But we do our best not to not to clash people that sh- that will annoy people. But yeah, I think it's really it's just really satisfying thing curating that experience. Um, yeah, I just can't say Bat Sabbath without smiling. Yeah, it's going to be great. That's probably my thing I'm looking forward to the most. <laughs> In the daytimes on the forest stage, you've also got some you know great acoustic, mellow, quieter stuff, however you want to say it. You know, Owen, who is Mike Kinsella from American Football, yeah. is going to be doing some songs. I mean, that's there's a lot of us excited about that. Aaron West, which is Soupy from The Wonder Years, who is such a, a likable character, isn't he? Dick Valentine from Electric Six. I mean, that's some that's some pretty excellent day, daytime stuff going on, isn't there? Yeah, it's going to be cool. And there's a couple more we haven't announced yet. Um, I always... I always ask as many bands as possible um, of the big acts to do uh, an acoustic set in the forest in the daytime. And to be honest, usually they say no. And I think that is because, mostly because you can't hide behind any track. and You can't hide behind... You, or, I mean, I'm not suggesting all our bands have track, by the way, um, <laughs> in the back, like backing track, but you yeah. can't hide behind a wall of guitars. You can't hide behind the drums. It's just you naked with your voice. Anyone who's been in a band will know the scariest thing you can do is stand there with an acoustic guitar and nothing else. Um, James from Death Havana, This is, I think this is the third time he's done it in the forest and he loves it. And I, I, I love him for, for wanting to do it. I think it's really cool. Um, Brilliant. And Electric Six, apparently uh, <laughs> his... His uh, acoustic set is amazing, so I think that'll be worth seeing. You know, you get you get to see a different side to people, a different angle, and like you say, you can sit down and give your legs a bit of a rest, have a bit of a nap. That's a bit of me that. Yeah, <laughs> I need that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> great. Well, James, I mean, this lineup is great. I mean, we could we could actually do another. We could do we could do another episode, can't we? Because there are just so many, so many. Um, just incredible artists aren't they and they're like a lot of them are in campaign a lot of them are releasing albums releasing new material all the time it's a pretty exciting time to be a rock fan isn't it yeah i think that i think on on a number of different corners of the rock world at the moment it's really really like fertile the underground is really really going mad we talked about hardcore but there's a bunch of other and we talked about that kind of new new wave of alternative acts there's loads of loads of amazing stuff coming through at the moment um, yeah. to be excited about. It's amazing. And then at 2000 Trees, we get to see it live and join in with that thing where you feel at home. You walk into an event, you walk into a gig or a festival and you feel at home. You're, you're, you're with your people. Yeah, there's no, there's no better feeling than that sometimes. No, absolutely. And like what I'd really encourage people to do is go and listen to the small bands you've not heard of. Go and, like, go and find the next Creeper, 
or uh, nothing but thieves or whatever. Go and find the next like big act because um, they're there. They are. They're there. We don't know. I don't know who it is, and you don't know who it is, but they're, they're there somewhere. So yeah, go and listen to things, and if something tickles your fancy, you can probably watch them at one p.m. on a tiny stage. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. We've got to. We sometimes it's up to us to go out and go through the the small the, the smaller names on the poster and it's and that's if, if you put the work in as a fan you put the effort in you you can be rewarded big time can't you yeah absolutely my my tip for everyone is when i go to festivals me and my my mate miles we get a few beers in and we sit all day and with a clash finder and we listen to like before we get there a couple of weeks before we listen to every single band and you know, yeah. you, you you mark up. It's very geeky. You mark up your Clash Finder and you decide what you're going to watch. No, I love it. That's what it's about. There's a lot of love in this. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, James. This has been great. I'm so looking forward to coming down and doing a couple of episodes as well. Amazing pleasure. Thanks so much. Cheers for tuning in to this 2000 Trees 2023 preview. I've either just put out or I'm about to put out an episode of the playlist where I've picked five new tracks of the week. And then tomorrow, a full new episode with Sam Fryer, ex-Palmer Violets, and now of the brilliant band Gently Tender. It's Cox Barra. I've been working all day for me, mate, on the side. Running around like a blue ass fly. I've been working, yeah, I've been working all day for me, mate. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.